Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Mark Saxon, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario on 101 ESPN. Blue Korak does fantastic work covering the Blues for NHL.com. He joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Lou, we finally got to watch Vladdy on Saturday night. How you doing, my friend? Good, guys. How are you? Doing very well. So what would you make of it? What would you make of the first opportunity that we had to see from Vladimir Tarasenko? How did you think he looked? How do you think that will translate to tonight's game? I thought he looked good. I mean, you know, played over 16 minutes, which uh, probably – I don't know. I mean, it was tough to tell what he was going to get minutes wise, you know, after being out for so long and playing so few games basically in the last two years. But uh, I think the biggest test for me, and and I'm sure, you know, the the general fans thinking, all right, he's going to jump into the lineup and he's going to score and he's just going to be this offensive wizard out there. But I wanted to see how he was going to get popped around more than anything. And when you've got Drew Doughty tailing you all over the ice for pretty much every one of your shifts, uh, Drew Doughty's not going to look at him and go, okay, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take it easy on him. And I, I thought he was hard on him, which is good, which is exactly what he needed. And I think he, he made that point perfectly clear after the game that, you know, they've gone up against each other quite a bit, you know, for the last eight years. And, you know, you're talking about one of the premier defensemen in the game and, you know, Drew Doughty's a, a guy that can play a physical game. And I thought he came out of it. Okay. You know, obviously the telltale was how he felt yesterday that, day after playing that first game and how he's going to be feeling today. Uh, you know, this is going to be, uh, you know, kind of a patient process to see how the body reacts. But uh, by all accounts of uh, everything that I saw, I thought he played well and uh, almost had the game winner, which would have been a great story to write the other night. Unfortunately, the puck just kind of jumped over his stick and we saw the end result there. But uh, good first step and something I think the Blues are – Really uh, glad to see and hope to see uh, continued progress in his game moving forward. Hey, Lou, one of the uh, upticks, it seems like, for the, for the team and, and is them finally getting some traction on the power play. Was there one particular message that got through or was, is, it, is it just a matter of effort? Um, what, what are you seeing with that particular aspect of the team that's, that's been much improved lately? Well, I just think they're puck moving in general. I mean, guys aren't hesitating. They're not getting the puck and they're not holding it. I mean, you know, it may not sound like much to the general fan, but, you know, you're talking about a split second, a hair here, a hair there, that if you hold on to the puck just even that much longer, it, it could just throw timing off so much. And I think guys are just whipping it around right now and, and, and they're playing in rhythm. I mean, it's, once it's on somebody's stick, they already know where it's going before they get it. And, I mean, I think you can 
see that it was pretty evident on the O'Reilly goal the other night. They worked it all the way around from, from left from the goal line back to the perimeter and back to the right side and down to the goal line. And it was just, it was tic-tac-toe and it was, it, it was so perfectly executed. I think that's what you're kind of seeing here. I mean, before when they weren't having that success, you know, guys were a little hesitant. And uh, when you're putting in some new players, obviously out there, they're trying to make sure they get an exact read on where guys are going to be, where they want the puck, all these little details just kind of go into effect here. And I think that's the one thing that people just didn't understand is, yeah, you can throw this uh, star-studded cast together and expect them to go out there and, uh, and, and, and play it to perfection. But, you know, it takes time. It takes work. And uh, I, I just think now that it's finally starting to click. And, I, you know, is it going to be this perfect all the time? No. I mean, you're going to have your ebbs and flows during the season. But, uh, you know, if you can be in that 20 to 25% range where they were at on a consistent basis like they were last year, you're going to win more games than not. And uh, you can definitely see a couple of nights ago or about a week ago when they played Anaheim, their special teams was the complete difference in that game. You know, you score three power play goals and your PK uh, shut down all three, and you're going to need those games uh, on a consistent basis. And if, if they can just get some consistency, they're going to be okay. Same thing Friday night. I mean, you had the five on four, the four on yep. three, and the six on five. It's it's crazy the way that that game went. Uh, we're talking to Luke Korak, Blues Insider for NHL.com. He's joining us here on 101 ESPN. Lou, this is Jordan Bennington's first matchup against the Sharks since that fiery exit about a week ago. Do you expect anything left over from that game? Are we going to make more of this as media than they will as players? What, what do you think we're going to see tonight between Bennington and the Sharks? It wouldn't surprise me if he pitches a shutout tonight, to be honest with you. Uh, I'll tell you what, when he's had these, uh, let's let's call them media moments, uh, what was the one, uh, do I look nervous? I mm-hmm. think that was the... I think that was the first one that kind of jumped out at everybody. I, if I'm not mistaken, he went out the next game and just played fantastic lights out again. And then a couple of years ago when they played the Stars in that second-round matchup in 2019, he had the Who's Montgomery moment. And obviously, talking about current Blues assistant Jim Montgomery, he went out the rest of that series and, and played lights out again. So, no, I mean, when he has these moments, just like the guy's got ice in his veins. I don't think he lets this stuff bother him uh, you know, there was the moment in Winnipeg a couple of years ago that somebody brought up some, obviously some posts that he had made on Twitter, and uh, you know he kind of brushed that side as well, and uh, went out and saw what he did in that series. He just doesn't really let anything get so. Do I expect anything tonight? I don't know. Ender <laughs> King try to get under his skin a little early on, uh, but I'm not. I think the Sharks kind of blew that off too as, uh, you know, just, and Eric Carlson, I even, I even, you know, saw his interview and he kind of laughed off himself. Big jab and whatnot. And, uh, he didn't do much of it. Really wouldn't expect too much. If there is, there might be a little bit at the beginning, but it really wouldn't surprise me. I'm telling you, if he just takes that moment where everybody makes a big deal out of it, he kind of has that me against the world mentality. So if he just goes out there tonight and gets the pitches a shutout or even maybe even like allows one goal and they kind of muck out and grind one of those two to one, three to one, three, two kind of games, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. Last question that I've got for you, Lou, looking at the lines from the last game, I didn't love the game from Jordan Cairo. He seemed a little more hesitant than what I had seen from him previously. And some of that may be just deferring to Vladimir Tarasenko, who was on that same line. I don't. The problem is I don't know what you can do 
with those guys right now without having Sunquist in the lineup as your third line center. Do you think he's going to be back tonight? What's your sense on that? And if not, is this kind of the configuration you expect to see kind of for the foreseeable future with the lines? Well, I think they like what Cairo has done with O'Reilly. And I think, I think you're spot on. It's pretty easy when, you know, you get your superstar back in the lineup and you're still a young guy there that you're going to have some of those deferred tendencies. Uh, he hasn't really had much of that during the season, which is great to see. And I think that first game is out of the way now with Tarasenko. And, you know, he's coming back into the lineup and any player that's playing on him with a line, you're going to want to, you know, try to maybe go out of your way to see that he can have some success out there and you want to get him in, into shooting areas, obviously knowing what kind of a shot that he has. And, you know, I, I, I thought maybe that was just a one-off. I mean, Kyrie's been terrific all year. He's played great with Braden Shen played pretty good here with Ryan O'Reilly so far and uh, I think just you know like you said with Sunquist out of the lineup it really makes a difference I mean you're playing Zach Sanford in the middle right now and not that that's a problem because Zach Sanford's played some center but this is just the spot that you're in and uh, you're missing so many center icemen right now uh, you've got to kind of plug and play guys where you see them best fit and right now Cairo to me is probably it's the best option until you start getting some bodies back and you know, once you have that problem where, you know, you got to figure out who plays where, then that's where you worry about that stuff. But right now, the season that he's had, I think you'd leave him alone right where he's at and uh, kind of make do with what you got because you really don't have any other choice right now. Blues versus Sharks, you'll hear it right here on 101 ESPN coming up tonight. Pre-game coverage begins at 7 o'clock, puck drop at 8. You can find Lou Korak's coverage of all of that over on NHL.com. Also, on his Twitter account, he is at L Korak 10 Lou always appreciate the time my friend we look forward to talking with you again soon take care guys thanks for having me